Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Never been a thing about not working. And so when I made, when I stepped out on faith and I made that decision to, to leave my nine to five, it just became very, you know, questioning like God like why why would you have me leave to not be able to do this or not be able to you know financially support or just be in these tight situations all of the time like you know literally living paycheck to paycheck paycheck credit card to paycheck right um at one point I had accrued about ten thousand dollars in credit card debt and I'm just like like why am I why am I doing this why why am I doing this what is happening and just really challenging and questioning um questioning that and 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 it's but still having this still having this this belief and this faith and this thing inside of me that was like, no, this is the path that you're supposed to be on. This is the space that you're supposed to be moving in. Never been a thing about not working. And so when I made, when I stepped out on faith and I made that decision to, to leave my nine to five, it just became very, you know, questioning like God like why why would you have me leave to not be able to do this or not be able to you know financially support or just be in these tight situations all of the time like you know literally living paycheck to paycheck paycheck credit card to paycheck right um at one point I had accrued about ten thousand dollars in credit card debt and I'm just like like why am I why am I doing this why why am I doing this what is happening and just really challenging and questioning um questioning that and 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 it's but still having this still having this this belief and this faith and this thing inside of me that was like, no, this is the path that you're supposed to be on. This is the space that you're supposed to be moving in. Hey y'all, so guess what? I have a brand new offer and I'm so excited to share it with you guys first. So I know, child, you have been thinking about starting your podcast because you know that it is a great way to maximize your influence to maximize your message and elevate your brand. Listen, I understand you don't have time. You're trying to figure out how to get started. Well, listen, 
leaving it up to me. I work with you one-on-one to set up a strategy for your podcast and to fully set it up so that you are able to show up consistently in this new arena. Now we know when you are able to set up your own podcast, not only are you able to share your message, spotlight your expertise, connect with other people, but the collaborations for this go on and on and on. There are also sponsorship opportunities. Podcasts are one of the top ways that people um, connect with you and build with you and grow with you. So if you are ready, be sure to click the link in my show notes and we can get started right away. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Boss Ladies Connect Podcast. I am your girl, Letitia. You guys are joining the Boss Lady Nation. We are continuing our um, series on doing business well. We've been talking about different ways in which we can just really um, just step into another level of our business, right? And make sure that we're operating it well from a holistic standpoint. And so the conversations around this have been great. I've been able to have some awesome guests that have come and talked to us in the areas of systems, um, what systems to implement in your business and in your life. Uh, We've talked about trademarking. We've talked about creating a team. We've talked about leadership and how to really show up as a leader and brand yourself. And I guess also recognizing that your leadership style is a part of your brand. It's an extension of your business and yourself, right? As an individual. So today we are going to talk a little bit about the tough seasons as an entrepreneur. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for four years now and y'all, it has not been easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and my imagination can really stretch. (laughs) So it has not been easy. And I want to talk a little bit about, about that space. I want to talk about the testing. I want to talk about the stretching. I want to talk about just when it is tough financially. Right. And so I'll start with when I was thinking about this episode, first of all, I I have some other folks that, um, you know, I was going to have a conversation with around tough seasons in business. And I may still have uh, one or two people come on and share their, their story. But then I said, girl, you could talk about this. You got your own story. Okay. Um, And I think that is true for anyone who has put on the entrepreneur hat, anyone who has put on the side hustle hat. Um, yo, there are going to be some tough seasons. Um, I've talked before in podcasts about how like every other week I'm like, what, what am I doing? I'm ready to quit. Right. Um, but today I kind of want to go, I want to, I want to get into the, the nitty gritty a little bit more, um, share some stuff that, um, I think just really helps put it into context. Right. And so, um, I remember y'all. I remember when I had like $50, I remember having $50 in my, um, my account, like period, (laughs) my savings, my personal, everything, and just waiting for the next, um, payments to come in or waiting for my husband's next check to come in and just sitting back, like, like feeling completely defeated, right? Like, Y'all, so I'm going to let y'all into like my brain, like my mind, the things that the conversations that I have with myself, because I think 
you know, there is definitely a lot of people talk around mindset. As an entrepreneur, you have to get your mind together because if you don't get your mind together, you're not going to make it. It, it's you're not going to make it just life just be life in and life really happens out here in these entrepreneur streets when you don't have uh, a steady check coming in when you have to make the money right you have to be creative you have to create something that is in need or in demand that people are willing to pay for um, and you don't always have that formula together right you don't always have the right messaging you don't always have the right wording you don't always have the right service it very much is a trial and error like you're building something from scratch um, the companies that you work for they've already tested they've already had their ups and downs and they found that product or that service that has a return on it right and so that's how come they're able to commit to giving you that steady check but you are now in the space where you have to create that for yourself. And y'all, I'm not going to even lie. I'm not going to lie out here in these streets and say that it's easy. It's not. And so when you have bills that need to be paid, right? <clears throat> you have things that need to be done. Looking at your account and seeing $50, a borrow asking people for $20 so you can get some gas in your car. Yo, that plays with your psyche like never before. For me, I definitely was like, yo, I'm a whole grown woman, right? With a whole master's, with a whole, you know, bachelor's, with <clears throat> straight experience, you know? My resume don't look all chumpy. You know what I'm saying? Why the heck do I not, why am I not making any money? Like, why is this money not flowing? And so I personally, um, have gone through seasons where I'm just like, yo, like, like, what am I doing? And, and then you get, and so then when you start getting that way, like I'll be telling myself, girl, this don't make no sense. This don't make no daggone sense. You got a full master's. Why you don't have no money in your account? Why, why you don't <laughs> like, <clears throat> I'm just going to be real today. Okay. Um, I'll be beating myself up. I'll be beating myself up. And so then what happens is uh, rightfully so, um, because you need money to survive, right? People need to eat. You need a roof over your head. And as, as a female, I am an independent one and a functional one, right? Um, consider myself, I don't consider myself stupid. You know what I mean? So like, why can't I, why am I not contributing? Why am I not financially contributing, right? Why am I not able to bring in something, on a steady and then you're doing all these things and you're pouring and you're showing up in these places, but there's no dollar signs attached to this thing, right? You're still very much building your brand, building your credibility, building your expertise and, and people are not paying you for it, right? You're, you're, you haven't tapped into that, that flow, um, that continuous flow of finances. And so I'm questioning like, well, what the heck? So what happens is you go into the desperate mood. You go into a place of desperation where I hate being y'all. Um, when you are moving from a place of scarcity, it is a horrible place to move from, right? To make decisions. Um, and so now I'm like, all right, I'm on my grind. Got to get me a job. Got to get me a part, um, give me some full-time, do this part-time, give me some part-time, do this full-time, whatever. I got to do something. And so um, I'm putting in all these applications, um, but ain't nobody calling. Nobody's calling. Or if they call, you have an interview 
and then they hire somebody else or you're overqualified. It was just like, it was not a space where it was like, I wasn't trying to or willing to work. And so let me go back. Let me roll back to, to how I started this entrepreneurial journey. A lot of people think that I was like, Ooh, you know, I heard from the Lord to leave my job. And I just left. Like I was like deuces, right? Oh, how courageous, how fearless is she jumping out here on faith? Well, it took a girl two years before I actually left. <laughs> um, because, and, and it took two years of closed doors of trying to do a different option, right? So I was trying to get the promotions and wasn't getting promotions. I was trying to move to other departments and wasn't getting, I, I was having interviews in all of those spaces. Like I, I was qualified and I had interviews that went really, really well. But what I was finding was a lot of nepotism in the space and the industry that I was in, which was higher education. And and in a lot of the times, the positions that I was looking for, they already had individuals in mind about who they were hiring. They were just going through the formalities. And so I would find myself um, just like the doors not opening and it just wasn't making sense. And then then even when I started lowballing, like trying to take positions that um, that paid less than the one that I had, I wasn't getting, getting any callbacks. And so eventually I was kind of squeezed. I was put in a place where, I had to, um, like, it just, it wasn't working. It was not working anymore. And and then I finally surrendered and I'm like, Lord, it's clear that you don't want me to do, you don't want me to have a nine to five. You want me to move into this entrepreneur space. And that's how come these other doors are opening. And so I just share that to say that it's never been a thing about not working. And so when I made, when I stepped out on faith and I, made that decision to, to leave my nine to five, it just became very, you know, questioning like God, like why, why would you have me leave to not be able to do this or not be able to, you know, financially support or just be in these tight situations all of the time. Like, you know, literally living paycheck to paycheck, paycheck, credit card to paycheck. Right. Um, at one point I had accrued about $10,000 in credit card debt. And I'm just like, like, why am I, why am I doing this? Why, why am I doing this? What is happening? And just really challenging and questioning, um, questioning that. And, and, and it's, but still having this, still having this, this belief and this faith and this thing inside of me that was like, no, this is the path that you're supposed to be on. This is the space that you're supposed to be moving in. But y'all, it is very challenging. It's very, very challenging when the numbers don't look like what you're producing, what your value is, um, or even look like you know, what you're putting out there, the content, the information, the stuff, it doesn't look that way. And just, you know, trying to get a grasp on the money. The other thing that happens in those tough seasons is you start pivoting in all different kinds of directions, right? Like, well, maybe I should try this and then maybe I should do this. And then this person comes and tells you that you should probably do a course and then you should probably do this and you should probably do that. And then you're, you're spread 
all over because you're moving from a place of desperation because you are trying to make it work, right? At the end of the day, you're trying to make it work. And there is a level of patience and focus that is needed in the midst of the storm that you find yourself in to maintain. Um, I love this. So today's, I'm looking at my, my devotional for today and today's devotional, I'm recording this on the 9th of October. Today's devotional reads, Lord, I long to live in the lane you have paved for me. Drench me in your Holy Spirit as I walk unapologetically in your gifts and assignment. That has been my cry throughout any season of drought that I have experienced. What I will say in that is that you have to live in the lane that God has paved for you. And your lane may not be as easy or direct or as cut and dry as the next person's lane. You're definitely going to find yourself in different seasons, in different spaces than other people that are around you. But what I do know is that everybody has the seasons and they are reciprocal. They continue to come in new and different ways. And so one of the one of the things that, that I have questioned along this journey, one of the things that I've said to the Lord is like, like when can, can I just, can it just be steady money? That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> can it just be steady money that show up when it's supposed to show up? Like, can I just get that? Can I just please, can I just get that? Uh, so I can like effectively budget. I can feel comfortable. I can feel stable. Um, I promise I'll stay on the things that you've told me to do. I just don't understand why it just can't be steady. And so, because that would make me feel really good, right? <laughs> that would make me feel really confident um, in this space that you've called me to, even though I illuminate in this space, right? Even though I feel most fulfilled in this space, that piece of not, not being certain financially just like runs me up a wall. Like it is a thing. It is a whole thing for me. And I'm sure it's a thing for everybody, but it, it is a thing for me. And what I begin to think about is this mindset that I used to have around being tested. I used to feel like, like the Lord, like he tests you on purpose, like almost like a punishment, like like he's going to put this test in front of you. And until you pass this test, you can't, you know, you heard that until you pass this test, you can't move on to the next thing. And so I used to be like, oh Lord, let me get ready for my test. Like, like, you know, when you're a little kid and you about to sit in the classroom and, and, and you got your, your number two pencil and you hope you praying that you get on the answers, right. So you could pass this test so you can go to the next grade. And, um, and so I used to feel like that, but in my feeling like that, also felt like it was a punishment. I also felt like God was punishing me. Like there was a lesson, like almost like a hand slap. Like you have to take this test because I'm going to slap your hand. And um, I've come to learn that that's not, our, our God is a good guy. Like that's not how he does us. He's not slapping us on the hand. He's not punishing us, right? That there 
I had to shift my perspective and how I was looking at the test. And so I definitely consider this finance piece a test. I, it, it, I definitely consider it a test, but I started shifting the way that I looked at tests in my life, especially as it concerns my business. I, in the entrepreneur space, I have been tested like no other space, right? Like I've had tests in my marriage. Those tests are different than this test in this entrepreneur space. I've had tests in my, you know, parenting, those tests are different than this test in this entrepreneur space. This test in this entrepreneur space is like tied to identity, tied to value, tied to worth, tied to your effort. It's like tied to so many things, right? And so um, what the perspective shift that I've taken on test is that, um, so when you take a test in school, you typically you typically take the test you get you get the ant like you know what you got wrong so like when you take your test your teacher grades it and you'll see like the x's or you'll see the circles and then sometimes when you see the x's they also give you like an explanation like this is what you should have done if you didn't get an explanation majority of the times you can go back and be like i want to go over my test i want to see what i got wrong and like where i went wrong and so then you get like a breakdown of how to get the answer right well in these tests um that i experienced I don't necessarily get a breakdown of what, how I got the answer wrong. What I feel like is the test is a stretching of a knowledge, right? A stretching of something in me. And so it'll happen. And I don't even, sometimes I don't even know that it's a test. And sometimes I don't even know that what I did wrong in the stretching, right? And so perfect example so when I took my loan officer's exam, when you take that test, it's like a lot of preparation, a lot of studying, a lot of courses that you're taking to give you the information, right? You then as the individual have to take the information and marry it together, make it make sense. You can't just memorize it. It's not the type of test that you can do from memory. You have to be able to connect this principle with this formula, with this situation and bring it all together. So there is a deeper level of understanding, a deeper level of knowledge that you have to have in order for you to pass this particular test. So when you pass that test, you if you fail, which I did the first time, you don't know what you got wrong. It doesn't give you a printout of all the questions that you answered and tell you which ones you got right and which ones you got wrong. So, and I feel like this is this is how my stretching test with the Lord is, right? I don't get a, a printout of the test. I don't get the right answer and see what I got wrong and then so that I can go back and correct it. What I then had to do for that test to retake it is I had to go back to the drawing board. I had to study some more. I had to get some other tools. I had to get like a study guide, some other tools um, that kind of helped me pull out information, better know it, better understand it, take a, a, a deeper dive in. And that's what I feel like the tests that we get from the Lord 
are. They cause us to go deeper, like to go deeper with him, to dive in, to do some more studying, to do some more reading of his word, to spend some more time with him, to get some more understanding, to be in his presence, right? To kind of, you know, begin to understand a little bit more and then to go back and to take that new word or that new knowledge or that new growth that we've, we've gained as a result. And so, and then, and then allow that to help us move forward to the next space. And so even with the, the, um, the lending exam, I had to do the same thing. It stretched me. It caused me to not only take the first bit of knowledge that I had, it caused me to take that and to develop it. It caused me to take that and to add on top of it. So when I went to go take that test again, it was like, oh, I know this. I know that. I understand this. I understand that. Like I got like, I had to get like two or three wrong because I got like a 90 something on it. Right. Um, but it was because I had to stretch myself. I had the first a bit of knowledge or information that I got was not enough. Um, it was a, a, a starting point, but I had to go deeper and I had to add other tools and, and things on to build and to stretch me and to help me to be able to interpret things or to see things in a different way. And Hey guys, so sorry for this interruption, but I just wanted to come on and just talk to you about ways that we can further connect. I get a lot of inquiries in my DM about ways that we can go beyond the podcast. And so I just wanted to take the moment and give you three different ways that we can further connect and partner. And so the first way is, did y'all know I had a YouTube series? I have a YouTube channel entitled Tisha Talks, and there's a lot more content there and conversations that I've had that could absolutely help you as you are continuing your journey to do life well and to do business well. Um, And so that's the first way. The second way is um, if you're having a conference or an event and you're looking for a speaker, someone who is committed to living a purpose-filled life, to providing transformative information, uh, to growing and empowering individuals, I am your girl, okay? I would love to partner with you as you build the communities that you're in. I would love to be a part of that, the things that you are doing in your environment. Like this is what it's all about. It's about us being impactful in the spheres of influences that we have. And so the link to be able to book me as a speaker is also going to be available in the show notes. Now, the third way is kind of similar to the second way, um, except maybe you're not looking for a speaker, but you're looking for a host someone who can facilitate, someone who loves to connect people together, someone who loves to build community, someone who loves to empower and encourage and um, just enlighten and bring another sense of inspiration and just enjoyment to the room. Here I am. I'd love to partner with you in that way um, to help make your event a success. And so for all of these different ways for us to partner and connect outside of the podcast, links to this will be in my show notes. And I'm super excited to get to know you beyond this space right here. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to get back to the episode. Enjoy. With that new knowledge and with that new understanding and with that new time spent developing and growing in that area, 
I was able to come back and almost like it was almost a, it was a whole nother person taking the test. Like I had a whole new source of knowledge. I had a whole new source of understanding. I had a different perspective on how I saw the exam, how I saw the questions, right? I was looking for different things. I was able to dissect, oh, they didn't have that in there. So they're not talking about that. That eliminates this possibility or this scenario. This couldn't possibly work in this thing. Whereas the first time it was just kind of like, okay, what word is that? Okay, that word goes with this word. <laughs> that word normally goes with this formula, but not really having a good understanding. And I feel like the tests and the tough seasons of life, which I feel like our tests are storms. I hate to use the word test because in my mind, tests have such a negative connotation, like you got to get it right, but it's really stretching. So let's change the word, right? The stretchings of life, the 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 seasons, the tougher seasons of life, that they're there to develop and to build something within us. And every time I say I'll, I go around this entrepreneurial dry drought season, I show up differently right? I definitely show up differently. The first time I was like, Ooh, okay. You know, running through this, running through that, charging this, charging that you girl, not doing that no more. Right. I show up differently. And the last time I went through the bout or the season, I definitely made a decision that I'm not going to move in a scarcity mindset. I'm going to keep moving in abundance. I'm going to speak abundance. It's coming. The money is coming. The funds are coming. Don't worry about X, Y, and Z. Just move in X, Y, and Z. Just do that thing. Don't worry about it. It's going to come. And when you move in that space or in that perspective, you show up differently in different things you are attracted to you. But when I, before I was moving in a space of, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to have this? What's going to happen? This doesn't make any sense. I can't get anything. And so now my mind and my space is filled with that stuff and I'm showing up and I'm making decisions and I'm doing things and signing on the stuff and, and, and doing work that that's stressing me out and making it worse and just not, um, building or focusing on the thing that I need to build and focus on. And, that is um, a, a, an asset that I only was able to develop by just going through the process. And so when people talk about um, entrepreneurship and they always say like the process, you got to go through the process. The process is there to truly develop you, to truly develop you. And we've all been through processes and it's so unexpected. The things that you experience are so unexpected. They show up differently, but every time they show up or every time you go through them, it pulls something new out of you. It develops something new in you. Girl, stuff you ain't even know you needed to develop, stuff you wasn't even trying to develop. How about, not that I didn't even know, I don't really want it, like- <laughs> Can we just function without that? Like, cause I'll be okay. Um, but yeah, so those seasons, um, for me, I think that has been one of my toughest things about being out here in these streets, these entrepreneur streets doing this is the amount of uncertainty, right? You could even, um, uncertainty and disappointment. Disappointment is my thing right? Because you can do all the things, right? You can get the coach, 
you can get, you can take the class, you can take the course, you could do the business plan, you could strategize and have it all down to a T. And which I've done, I've done programs and and it was beautiful. Oh my goodness, the programs look beautiful. The content was quality. You know, the information that you were getting was going to be transformative. Um, you know, did my marketing and nobody signed up. Mm. You talk about somebody being disappointed, child. You talk about somebody just feeling like, oh, I'm a complete failure. What the heck? What the hell? That's y'all just forgive me because what my mind's thinking was, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Like, what? Nobody wants this. And then knowing and feeling defeated that it didn't work, having people check in with you, how's your program going? What you about to say? What you about to say? I got one person signed up. No, oh, it's good. <laughs> what you gonna say? Um, going through that and and having to get back up, having to say, okay, that didn't work um, this time, you know, but it, it there's still a value in it. There's still something. How, try it again. Even, even if you don't revamp the thing, just getting back up and trying again. There's something to be said about that after a disappointment, after a failure, after what you feel like is a slap in the face, you know, putting all this work, all this effort, and that thing ain't manifest. Okay. Woo. <laughs> um, or you do, you know, do something, you get one person, you get one client. Um, and actually, I think I did, I got to take that back. I did not get anybody. I got one person on my first one. And which is, and if I would have checked in with some other entrepreneurs, if I would have been a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more transparent, what I would have found out is there are people that are doing successful and awesome things and had zero people at their first thing. And so, but what I did with that is I stopped the program. I went into like a slump. I was like, oh, maybe I should pivot. Maybe this is not the thing for me. When quite, quite honestly, if I launch something and someone pays for that something, then now what I should have done with that is take from that, um, pour into that individual, take the testimonials from that individual and build upon what it was that I was doing because it was an indication that there was a need for it um, by the mere fact that someone paid, somebody was willing to pay me for it. But instead, that's not how I saw it, right? And so, you know, I had to go around that circle again to get that together because I didn't I didn't pass that test. You know, I thought the test was do the work and then serve the people. And that wasn't the test, right? That wasn't it. And so it's just really, really interesting the spaces and the ways in which you find yourself being stretched and the seasons that you find yourself in that you're in by yourself, especially when you don't have a blueprint and if you don't have a community. I think that community has been everything for me. Um, being around people who are like-minded, but not just like-minded, but on different levels of the spaces that you're looking to move in. So you do need those people who are at the same level, who are building with you, you know, who are going through the trenches with you at that same beginning stages. Then you do need the people who are ahead of you. You definitely need 
the people who are ahead of you. I would dare say that you need the people who are ahead of you more than you need the people that are right there with you because y'all will mess around and quit together, right? Because it's like the blind leading the blind. You haven't been there, so you don't even know. I mean, but so much you can encourage her when you're looking at $50 in your account. You know what I'm saying? So, and she looking at zero, you know, <laughs> girl, yeah, you better go get a job too. <laughs> um. And so, but when you're able to be with people who be like, girl, I had zero dollars. I went into debt behind X, Y, and Z. And now I'm here making six, seven figure um, months and years, you know what I mean? And so um, that's a different type of encouragement. It, it just reminds you that there is a process that we all have to go through and our process looks different. It doesn't mean that you've missed the mark. It doesn't mean that you've missed the vision. It just means that you got a little bit, your, your journey is a little bit different and every piece, you have to absolutely believe that every piece of the journey is building you for the other side is building you for when you walk in a land of milk and honey, right? It's building you for when you're when you're um, producing and now you're on the other end of this and you're coaching and you're consulting and you're telling other people things and you're encouraging and motivating other people or you're sharing your story. And so um, that's another reason why podcasting has been such a gem to me because I've been able to firsthand hear about people's journeys, right? Because the journey um, is the thing that we can quit on, right? Um, nothing happens overnight. And like, I can't, it bugs me. It, it annoys me actually when people start talking about, oh, this one just did it. You could just do that. And this one just did like, girl, bye. Like it is work. It is a process. It is not an overnight thing. It may look like it's an overnight thing, but it's not an overnight thing. And so, um, hop on for the ride, hop on for the ride. Like the, um, the devotional that I read this earlier said, um, you know, allow this to be your prayer. Lord, I long to live in the lane you have paved for me. Y'all is not the lane that I paid for myself because my lane, my lane would have had me being stable with things coming in, with money being where I wanted to be. That is my lane. That's how my lane looks. It looks real consistent <laughs> and steady. Um, but drench me in your Holy Spirit. It is not without his spirit, his guidance, his leading, his comfort, um, and, and me being able to be reminded that it's okay, that I'm on track, that he's still going to take care of me, that has helped me get back up from times of disappointments, from times of doubt, from times of depression, from times of anxiety, from times of scarcity mindset and desperation. Y'all, I hate running around desperate for something. That is such a horrible space to be in, right? Um, and it says, drench me in your Holy Spirit as I walk unapologetically in your gifts and assignment and the assignment that he's given. And so this is the current assignment, you know, this is the current assignment. And another thing I had to learn is, um, another thing I had to learn is to accept the assignment, right? Accepting the assignment because when them doors was not opening, you know, 
when I was applying for different jobs to try to supplement the income and things and those doors weren't opening, then on top of feeling disappointed or failed as an entrepreneur, now I'm feeling disappointed. Now my worth is coming into that, into play or into question, right? So, so what is your, so you ain't worthy to work this little job? Like you got all these degrees, you can't, you ain't worthy for that. You, what? I'm not worthy for half the salary I was making before. What are you talking about, right? And so then that can take you down the spiral that make you feel even more defeated, right? Um, and so what I had to learn was to embrace my assignment. So I had to embrace my assignment. He ain't called me to work that job, right? He ain't called me to do it. If, if the doors are supposed to be open, he would have opened them. They would have been opened. Stop taking your path or your plan as the plan or the path that you are supposed to be on. He has paved the way for you. And it don't look like uh, working at Michael's or working at Target or working wherever, you know? Um, it doesn't look like that. He hasn't paved it for you. And um, getting those thoughts and those things out of your head, um, stop being concerned with, ooh, listen, let me go back to a word that was in, in this de devotional. It says, as I walk unapologetically, child, mm, I feel like I need to do a whole nother podcast on um, another reason some of my seasons was tough is because I was so worried about what other people would think. Why you don't have no money? Why you're not making no money? Why you're not just getting a job here? Why you're not just doing such and such? Why you got a degree? Like, all of those things would be in my mind and I had to become unapologetic about the place and the season that he's put me in, right? I know that I'm not, um, I know that I'm a hard worker. I know my value that I bring to the table. I know that I can get the job done, right? And whatever job it is, whatever assignment it is, but if I'm not on that assignment, then it's not called for me to do that work. But I had to know that about myself um, and not just taking on what I think or what I heard or what I believe that other people think or feel. And so all those things have been greatly challenging. That sums up my tough seasons of entrepreneurship. Um, and I hope that me getting into more of the nitty gritty of like what goes on in my mind in the battles will help you understand if you don't already why mindset is the thing that so many people talk about when it comes to entrepreneurship because your mind you got to be able to con like control it stop the chaos stop the downward spiral put it on a path that is the path that has been paved out for you. You have to say, no, 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 Letitia, we're not going, we don't have time to get focused on that journey, that path, that walk, because this is the one that you've currently been assigned with. And what are you going to do with this assignment that you currently have? Because trying to go that way and trying to hop on that train and and being mad about that train not working and being mad about the current assignment that you have is not helping you further your journey 
and fulfill your purpose and do the things that you've been called to do. So mindset is everything. It is everything. The Bible says renew your mind daily because it's everything. I'm telling I'm going to say one more time. It is everything. Renewing your mindset is everything, not just in entrepreneurship, but in life. It is everything. Okay. I should call this episode. It is everything. (laughs) But y'all, so I just wanted to hop on here and share this with you. I hope it encourages someone. Um, Yeah. Y'all, it'd be hard out here in these streets. It's tough. It is not glamorous. Okay. It is not. It really is not. I mean, we have a great way of, you know, posting the highlights, which we should. We should be happy about the highlights, but we don't talk enough about them highlights come, child. The tough seasons come more than the highlights, right? But I think the tough seasons make us. They make us. They allow us to really shine. And so until next time, ladies, talk to you later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos, and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.